Shalom Ubracha, we are up to Yuma Daf Memches. This year is dedicated to Bizchus. Reb Zev ben Reb Tzvi Hirsch. Hashem should shower him with Gazunt, Parnosa, Nacha, Simcha, Amitis, forever and ever. At the bottom of Mamzayan Mabez, the Gemara tells us a list of Rav Papa's questions, most of them we don't have answers to. The first of which is regarding the Kohen Gadol scooping out the Katiris in his two palms. The question is, what is the deal with the Katiris that is between his two palms? The ones that aren't actually in it, it's between his fingers. Do we learn it out from Kamitsa, where we said that over there it has a din of a suffake, and we have to burn it like it's wood? The Chayot should be the same question as Kamitsa. But if Papa says, no, the Shaila is different. The Pasuk says, Mole Chafnav. He's supposed to fill his palms and bring that as his Kutairis, and he is doing that. But it also says Vilokach, and he has to take it. Maybe he has to have Kavana in taking the Kutairis, and the little bits of Kutairis that are stuck between his palms, he doesn't actually have Kavana on those little stickles. Maybe that doesn't count as Kutairis. And the Gemara ends up with a taker, we're going to let that stand. Next, if Papa asks about the Kamitsa, the Pasuk says, Malay so he has to fill up his Kaimits, those three middle fingers the way that everyone does it. So we know that the best way to do it is to do a karate chop down into the flour and then scoop the three fingers up against the palm. Now Papa says, now what happens if he puts in his hand palm down and then scoops it? Or if he puts his hand in palm up and scoops it? Or what happens if he puts his hand in sideways but his, his palm goes down, face up, with his fingers already down and then he doesn't scoop up the flour but the flower kind of just lands between his fingers and his palm, and then he grabs it. So is that also kosher for Kamitsa? And the Gemara lands up at the teku. Next, our Papa asks the same question about scooping up the Kataris. Now, you know you're supposed to put your palms down, give a scoop, and bring it up. What happens if he does a palm up? What happens if he does it from the side? What happens if he puts in his two hands and then collapses them together? One scoop in one hand, one scoop in the other hand, and then combines them into one double scoop. Again, teku. The next of Repuppa's questions is regarding the kamitsa. Now you have to put, the, the way Rasha understands this is that you have to put the kamitsa down into a kli. Now what happens if he doesn't put it in the kli, he puts it up against the wall of the kli. Is that, is that good enough to be kosher for a kamitsa? Maybe he has to actually put it down into the kli the way we understand, putting it into the kli, right in the middle. Again, teiku. Rev. Ashi asks a question that also lands up with a teiku. What happens if he doesn't put the kamitsa down in the kli, but he puts it underneath the kli? Meaning, he takes the kli, flips it over, and much like we find on wine bottles, there's a little concave on the bottom, he puts the kamitsa into that little dip. So it's within the kli, it's just not on top of the kli, it's underneath the kli. Does that also work for kamitsa? And the Gemara lands up with a teiku. Our papa asks, how big is the scoop of Katara supposed to be? Is it supposed to be a big heaping mound? Is it supposed to be smooth? Over here we actually have an answer that it's supposed to be a regular mounded scoop. Not a gigantic heap, not smoothed out, an average heaping scoop. We have a Mishnah that says that if the blood falls from the animal after Shechita, but instead of landing in the clay, it goes on the floor. And then the Kahanam go and scoop it up, that's puzzle. But if it lands in the Kli, and then the Kli spills, then they're allowed to gra- 
gather up that blood from the floor, put it back in the cleat. The Pasuk says, You have to get it from the blood of the cow, but not from the blood that's on the floor. Instead of saying, We say, We move the mem over to the cow, that it's supposed to come from the cow. That's where you're supposed to catch it. Otherwise, why would it make sense? You're supposed to collect from the blood, not all of the blood. The Yehuda told us that you have to collect all of the blood that comes out of the cow and sprinkle that on the Mizbeach. Elamai, we move the mem over to the cow, and therefore we learn now the blood has to be caught from the cow, not landing on the floor and then gathered from there. Now, based on this, our Papa asks, what happens if the Ketores falls? He has a scoop, and then it lands on the floor. Do we say that his hand is like the neck of the animal, and therefore it landed from the animal on the floor, in which case gathering it up won't help? Or do we say that his hands are like a Kli Shares, which is an incredible concept, that the Kohen Gadol's hands could actually become a Kli Shares. It's amazing to think that a human being could actually become an entity of Kedusha. And then it fell from his hands, his Kaddish hands, onto the floor, so it's like it was caught on the Kli, and then it fell from the Kli. And the Gemara says, Teiku, we don't know whether his hands are considered like from the cow, or his hands are considered Kli Shares. Maybe B'derech Jewish, we could say that Tishbi Atarets, Mashiach is going to tell us whether our hands are Kaddish, or our hands are like a par. Only Mashiach knows what Madriga we're really on. Next kasha of Rev Papa. What happens if while the Kohen Gadol is scooping out the Kataris, he has a thought that passels the Kataris, passels Avoida. Now we know that if a Kohen Gadol thinks that he's not being mocked of this for the right reasons, or he plans on eating this carbon after the time allotted for it, it passels the entire Avoida. Is the Machshava going to make a difference by collecting the Kataris? By carbon mincha, it does. Maybe it should also buy katayres. So if Simibar Ashi told, tells her papa that Rabbi Akiva includes katayres in Rabbi Akiva's case. What was Rabbi Akiva talking about? Rabbi Akiva said that if someone who is a tvul yoyim, so he's still tome, touches part of the katayres, you have the levina, the katayres, and the coals, the whole thing becomes puzzle, becomes tome. Now if a tvul yoyim is going to puzzle the katayres, then leaving the, the Kataris overnight, doing lina, past its allotted time, would also passel it. In which case, having the wrong thoughts while scooping up the Kataris will also passel it. So we actually have an answer to our Papa's Kasha here from Rabbi Akiva that having the wrong thoughts while collecting the Kataris is in fact invalidating. Rev Papa's next question is what happens if the Kohen Gadol, while scooping out the coals for the Kataris, has one of these passeling thoughts. Now the coals aren't the Kataris itself. It's called a Machshire Mitzvah. Well, having a puzzle thought on a Machshire Mitzvah on the coals also passeled the Kataris. Or Rashi learns another way, maybe or passeled the coals. Can you passel a Machshire Mitzvah with improper thoughts? with a passeling intent, and the Gemara lands up with a teku. They ask from Rav Sheshes, what happens if while the Kohen was carrying the blood to do the Zrika, instead of carrying it in his right hand, he carried it in his left? Oh, that will be over there. Does that passel it? So Rav Sheshes said, we have a brisa that says that he's able to carry the coals in his right and the Kataris in his left. You see that carrying the actual mitzvah in your left hand doesn't passel it. Good. 
The Gemara says, okay, that's a great answer, but why don't we ask answer from a Mishnah that tells us that when the Kain was carrying any carbon up the ramp, he would carry parts of the animal, the right leg of the carbon Talmud would be in his left hand. This is even a better Raya because this is actually talking about carrying, not the blood, but the Ivarim to the, the Mizbeach. And she is totally fine in the left hand. Why is that not a good Raya? Uh, I would think that Ivarim carrying to the Mizbeach, that's not actually Ma'akev the Kapara. But sprinkling the blood, that is the Kapara. So maybe the blood would have to be in the right hand, and if that was accidentally carried in the left, it would be possible. Kamash Milan, we learned from the Ketairis that it's allowed, which is an Iker Kapara, and the Ketairis is allowed to be held in the left hand, that it's not a problem. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.